welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And today we are going to talk about wellness. Did we do that already? Yes, we did, but we're coming <laughs> back around to it because we just finished our first ever wellness coaching circles. Woohoo! It was so fun. It was. We have graduating class number one out in the world. Graduating class winter 2022. Yes. <laughs> it was a blast. Uh, was. Six weeks, weekly coaching sessions, weekly homework. We had such a great, I had such a great time. I guess I shouldn't say we, I had a great time. Yes. We did a, a summary. Uh, and one of the things we asked was one word to describe your experience. Yeah. I broke the rule. I said two words, goosebumps. Oh, that was is goosebumps you. two words. That was you. Yes, that was is. me. <laughs> that was me. I broke I think my is. own rules. Actually, no, I'm not sure. Is Maybe it it's word? not. It might be one word. The goosebumps. I'm trying books. to picture the books. They- yeah. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I felt like each week it was, I had more and more goosebump moments during those circle sharing times. And just, I was so blown away at how vulnerable people were so quickly and how much this group of people who did not know each other well, very diverse, became such a community wanting each other to succeed. I know there was this feeling of like, we all win together. Yes. And I don't, I mean, to some extent, maybe that's something we created, but I also just feel like that was the group that we had. It was such a good group to start. And it was awesome. Yeah. So it's all downhill from here. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) just kidding. Just kidding. So we wrapped that up. And so we thought we'd just take an episode to reflect on kind of what we learned and then also what is pushing us toward wellness right now, individually, as humans. And so we're going to talk about that. But first, Becky, what's on the rise for you this week? Baby showers. Ooh. Planning baby showers. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that one? No. Uh, we have a wonderful gal at our gym, and she's due in April. So we have like a ton of fun text messages. Uh, we're trying to figure out a date. We have a date nailed down in March for her baby shower at the gym. Yeah. And then my sister's baby shower is going to be virtual. Also, it's actually uh, a few weeks after Megan's. And it's she's in Idaho, my sister. So we're going to do a virtual one so all the Kansas and other relatives can call in. So now I'm like, how do I throw the best? Megan's will be in person. But my sister's is virtual. How do I throw the best Zoom baby shower ever? <laughs> so I'm thinking about that. I sent invitations out this week. I feel like you have like, I have all my work stuff and then there's like the fun random stuff. Yeah. And sometimes it stresses you out. But then like when you get into it, you're like, this is so fun. Yeah. Like I created a virtual invitation, all this stuff. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they did. Yeah. So Planning baby showers. I what love if- how your competitive spirit comes out in like social events. <laughs> yeah. Our, we were talking the other day about coaching and you're like, I want my class to be the best class. Yeah. I want the, everyone to be like, I want to come to Becky's training. I want it to be so fun. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I feel like hmm. it's, it's probably also my kryptonite. Like when I say yes to something, then I'm like, I want it to be really great. Yeah. It's not always, but I try. <laughs> so you try very e for hard. effort. Yes. Uh, what about you? What's on the rise? <laughs> uh, on the rise for me, I am working on some snowboarding plans. I have one yes. day of snowboarding coming up. Uh, my roommate and I are going to uh, Perfect North. That's what it's called. Okay. And that's in Indiana? It is. Okay. Yes. We're going uh, on Tuesday the 22nd if anyone wants to come along. Ooh. Um, and then trying to plan a trip out west for March 
kind of a birthday trip for me, maybe also for my roommate whose birthday was in January. Um, And yeah, we're trying to figure out what the details of that could be. And can we go to the Rockies? I was going to say Colorado West. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Colorado, Utah, somewhere around there. That's Which great. I have never been, I mean, I've been out there, but I've never been snowboarding out there. So you just reminded me, speaking of future events, we have a 5k. <laughs> oh gosh, March. we do. I keep forgetting about. We do have a 5k coming up. Maybe I should. Maybe we should run. run. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start running. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, if we're all running together, I think you and I will be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's like the drumstick dash every year. We're like, well, my <laughs> annual time to run over a mile. Here it is. <laughs> 4.6 that's uh, fine yeah it's all good <laughs> oh gosh speaking of running let's uh-huh. talk about well-being oh okay that was uh, no nope. no I try I try people I, I try for these I segues appreciate your effort yeah well as Ash said we just have had six weeks awesome wellness coaching circle first time we've done this we already mentioned you know the community is special the diverse people who are a part of it uh f- first off just big picture uh, what were some of the big takeaways that you, yeah. and Ash, we'll start with you if you're cool with okay, that. absolutely. <laughs> big takeaways that you gleaned from these six weeks, and really, it's our first time doing coaching circles, um, so what stood out to you? Yeah, I think overall, my big picture concept was accountability is everything. Yeah. Like, it's just so important to to hold you to actually doing the homework, to hold you to doing the work, to hold you to... Um, being honest, being mm-hmm. vulnerable. I feel like it's so easy when it's just me or just someone else to just be like, well, I'll think about that later yep. and never get, never actually get to it. And so I feel like my big takeaway was accountability really is the game changer. Yeah. Um, some, I have four, four points here All of, right. <laughs> of uh, specifics that I feel like, yeah, I kind of learned or I noticed. Um, the first one is that not everyone needs to work on the same things, and that is 100% okay. It, it happened really quickly as we were, you know, kind of facilitating these circles that I was like, oh, oh, no, this doesn't apply to this person because they already have this down. And then I was like, oh, that's good. That's good for them to feel like yes. they have this under control. Like, it's always good to get a reminder of this is something I've been working on, and I am succeeding. It is not bad. We do not need to compare and contrast everybody's journey And if you're, yeah, if I'm good at something and you're not, that's okay. If you're good at something and I'm not, that's okay. And, and it's helpful to share Mm -hmm. your strengths, my strengths and work toward it together. So yeah, that brought so much more power to the experience too. Like what you just said, sharing the strengths, like someone might be struggling with, um, making it to the gym or physical movement and someone else could share, here's what I've done. You know, I create a regular routine or I do this or that. So the, the coaching came from the group, not just Asher Becky. Absolutely. Which was really cool to see. Yeah. We had some people and sometimes it does help when you do share the same struggle because like we had someone, you know, say they needed to make an appointment and they, they found a way to do it. And then someone else said, you know, okay, I'm going to do it that way. And I think it does help when you can share those tactics, but it it also helps when you can share your strengths with other people. So yeah. that's a huge thing. It's also good to know and be like, okay, I'm not the only person that sucks at this in yes, life. Okay, exactly. great. There's other people exactly. out there also who suck at this. Definitely. You are not alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first thought. My second thought was people want to grow. And I think sometimes I can get stuck in this sort of Debbie Downer cynical mindset of like, 
oh, am I the only one working this hard? No, I am definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) People want to grow. Um, Not everybody, but most people that I've been around lately have really wanted to dig into how they're doing and what they're doing and push into the difficult parts and do the work of becoming a better person or a better version of themselves. And I'm, I just feel grateful to have been around some of those people. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my takeaway. Number two. That's good. Number three, reality really is your friend. I have said that many times on this podcast. I will continue to say it, but I think it just hammered it home for me of the more you can understand yourself, the more you know about how you react, how you feel, the more you understand other people around you, the easier it is to adjust and to process those emotions and to move forward. And taking an honest assessment of where you are and not, you know, sugarcoating it or being like, well, this is where I want to be. And I'm not not there yet, but (laughs) but just being honest with yourself and saying, this is where I am. That's okay. Okay. Now how can we move forward that it just helps the process so much, so much more. One of the moments that stands out to me a lot there, we, so in these coaching circles, we did multiple assessments Mm -hmm. once again, like how I think I'm doing great. Right. And one of the first assessments, assessments we did, you would check boxes and there are certain categories like finance, well-being, relationships, and almost everyone in the group said what I thought I would score the highest in, I didn't. Yeah. And what I thought my worst would be like, I was surprised. And, and so that reality check it was helpful because sometimes we make assumptions, but to actually have like an actual assessment with items that force us to think through different things, it, it was a whole nother level of checking our reality and things that maybe you don't naturally think of that might fall into that category of, well, are you really well? Right. Are your relationships well? Yeah. Um, so, so that, that was for me, there's some reality checks for me too in that assessment yeah. and other assessments we did as well helped with that setting the benchmark of this is reality how are we doing? Absolutely. And because you don't have someone sitting inside your brain telling you what is true and what isn't true of what you're Mm -hmm. thinking. So you might be assessing yourself inside your head one way, but when you look at it objectively through an an assessment like this, it can be completely different. And you're like, oh yeah, you're right. I do suck at relationships. (laughs) Turns out I need to work on that. Okay. Well, now we know, now we know where we're starting and we can move forward. So absolutely. And then my last one, (laughs) I realized through our inner dialogue uh, assessment, which was basically we did every day at, you know, set a timer and stop when the timer goes off and, and assess your inner dialogue. What are you telling yourself? What tone are you taking? Because your inner voice is the one you hear the most. It's the voice you hear from the most. So we want to be cognizant of what it's saying to us and how it's, how we're talking to ourselves. And my realization was I really am tired all the time. (laughs) So five out of the seven days, what I was thinking about when the timer went off was I am so tired. (laughs) And I don't, I haven't quite figured out yet what to do about that. I have started taking some vitamin D. Becky can attest to that. I just took it right before we started. She's grabbing stuff out of her bag and all these pills spilled out. (laughs) I'm like, what's wrong? Oh no, it's vitamin D. Okay, we're fine. Do we need an intervention? No. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. If she overdoses on vitamin D, I'll take care of it, everybody. (laughs) I'll keep an eye on her. Um, So I'm going to reach out to my psychiatrist and work on some new sleep drugs. And yeah, I just realized, oh goodness, I I really am tired all the time. And there might not be anything I can really do about that, but I can try. Yeah. So that was a realization for me. 
That was a good exercise. It was a good exercise. Yep. And there's there are two of us in our group who said, I don't really talk to myself much in my head. <laughs> yeah. And anytime that timer went off, I was like, oh, I'm just cranking through work. What am I thinking? Like, and uh, and that's okay too. Yes, it is. Yes. Not I, every assessment is going to apply yes. to everybody and that's okay. Most of my inner dialogue takes place while I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> like today, Ash and I worked out together and I'm like, oh, do <laughs> these thrusters, why do they feel so heavy? Why are, put your, make sure your knees are going out, Becky. At some the, point. I don't know if it was in round two of three or what, but somewhere toward the middle of the workout, my inner dialogue was just like, I don't want to need, I don't want to do this. this is why, why do I have so many yeah. more? And I literally said to myself in my head, shut up, <laughs> yeah. just stop, just stop thinking. You don't have to be positive. Just stop altogether. Yes. No dialogue necessary. The sooner you pick this up, the sooner it's over. Yeah. Let's just move. <laughs> we do so. really love CrossFit. <laughs> Contrary to how it sounds. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good for our mental <laughs> yes. growth as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Becky, what about you? What were your takeaways? Th- there are definitely some similar themes to what yeah. you said. Your, I think your first one, you said everyone's different, right? I put wellness is very personal. It's a very personal topic. And part of what I mean by that is similar to what you said, Ash. Everyone is different. And, and it is Sometimes it's hard to open up about certain pieces of our wellness when we're talking about like relationships, for example, we did a relationship couple, you know, assessments and thought processes about the relationships in our life. Sometimes there's some really hard stuff to talk about Yeah, and, and it's personal. And at the same time, one of my other points on here is there's so much power in sharing. Mm-hmm. And so that personal piece in these wellness circles, it was a benefit, as Ash said, that we weren't all just working on one area of wellness. Across the group, we all had different strengths and weaknesses, and we could actually level um, level up by <laughs> helping each other as a group um, by having those different strengths and weaknesses. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a very personal topic. And so for us, one of the cool pieces, having that same circle each week, it was so great to see the the trust that was built uh, and like Ash and I said at the very beginning, it truly quickly became, I want to help you succeed. That yeah. was the feeling amongst the group, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And I feel like if I had something, a new goal pop up right now that I was like, you know what? I want to work toward this, but I don't have ideas. I feel like I could text that group right now and yeah. be like, hey guys, I want to work toward this. Does anyone have any ideas? Yeah. And I would get answers. Absolutely. And support. Yes. And then people would check in on me later. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And so that's that once again, community, we're yeah. suckers. We love community, we but we also see the power and you said accountability, yeah. right? I mean, we see the power in, uh, that group working towards something together. And I know we had a, we created a social post that, uh, I know one of them has already shared and it says, gr- uh, growth doesn't happen in isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my second point, <laughs> big takeaway was wellness does not improve by accident. Mm. You, if you think, man, someday, someday I'm just going to be better with my finances. Yeah. Or someday my relationships will get better. Mm. If you're not being intentional about assessing where are you today and where do you want to be, then you're really, you're probably not going to improve that much. Yeah. Like maybe there's some super lucky miracle. Maybe you win the lottery. Like not many people are in that right. boat. And then your finances, you're like, woohoo, I paid off all my debt. But it doesn't it doesn't happen by accident. And so I, I, first off, I'm so proud of these five people who did our circle, this first go around for 
one, you know, committing and committing the time, the money, and, and really the committing the willingness to stretch outside their comfort mm-hmm. zone. And because of that, um, you're like you said, that group working together, that's how we grow. And really you're investing in yourself. Uh, because once again, wellness does not improve by accident. Yeah. I think that goes back to our previous topic of, of wellness or, uh, episode of wellness mm-hmm. where you talked about how wellness is uh, active Yes, and you're not going to move toward it by accident. Me- meaning you're not, if you're not actively moving toward it, mm-hmm. you're not going to get there. Yeah. I actually just this week, this was my first week doing wellness training at mm-hmm. work. Okay. I was so nervous. I haven't been nervous to facilitate in a long time. Yeah. And I, I was just nervous because we don't ever talk about mental wellness. Yeah. We don't talk about relationships, wellness. So I was nervous so far. The feedback's been good. I've got one more day of feedback that I'm still waiting to, to get. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things we defined very clearly and t- just a quick reminder. So as you said, wellness is the active pursuit of a healthy lifestyle. Well-being is describing your perception of a state. So when we talk about well-being, it's our perception of what is my current state. And then wellness is that active pursuit. So this this group, wellness, they're, they're crushing it. They're actively yeah, pursuing it. Definitely. Uh, two last things I've got, big takeaways, the power of sharing experiences. There are some people who shared experiences. I remember our first call, some people are like, man, 2020, 2021, we're a big pile of poop. Yeah. And, uh, and there was just so much power and they did say poop. So they didn't say anything worse than that. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, there's just power in being open, sharing, like whether it's the bad things or the good things. We also had people who said, man, life's great. And I just want to keep growing. Mm -hmm. And all of that sharing, um, it enabled us to learn through other people's experiences or journeys, even if we weren't a part of that journey. And it also enabled other people, like we said, to speak up and speak into other people um, where maybe they've gone through something similar and they can say, hey, this is what worked for me. Might not work for you, but this is this is how I did it. or And that maybe this is how it didn't work for me. Yeah. And I wish I would have done it differently. <laughs> just So just that that shared community and, sh- and sharing experiences to grow from one another. Yeah. Last piece I have, uh, creating realistic expectations. And I know you talked about reality is your friend. So we had some very similar ones. Reality is your friend. One of the things I definitely noticed, uh, we talked about obstacles and we did, we actually had two weeks. We talked about goal setting and reality is your friend. And when we talked about some goals, I'll never forget, you know, one of the, one of our conversations was around, well, sometimes we set goals and then we realize this is just wildly uh, these expectations are wildly un- unrealistic. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, and and we can aspire for this huge, awesome goal, but if reality is not going to allow us to get there because you don't have the time, the resources, whatever, um, that's you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. Yeah. And so that, once again, pulling in, Ash went first. She stole the thunder. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's great, though, but just having the ability in these groups to reflect and think about what is the reality. And for me, it stuck out during the goal setting session mm. because sometimes we do set goals. And then when you really assess it, you're like, man, I don't have the resources to do this. I don't have enough money to buy a new house. Why would that be a goal of mine this next year? Yeah. I'm going to have to stay for three years to do that. Right. So those are, those are a few of my big takeaways. Uh, I know we also want to talk about how we're, what's, 
what's fueling our wellness yeah. right now. I feel like this is, <laughs> so it's funny that we had so many overlapping things in the first section, because yeah. I think the second section is like where we are wildly different. <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay, good. So you won't steal all my answers. I will not. <laughs> I apologize for stealing your answers. No, I good. promise I didn't look we, at them. Yeah, it's like we didn't look at each other's notes, no, just so not. you guys know. <laughs> Um, I would say fueling my wellness is stories. So I think that's where you and I differ a lot. I think a good story, it makes me happy. It makes me want to write good stories. It makes me want to live a good story. It makes me feel alive and feel like I have hope for the future. And that's just, I think it's just part of who I am. I don't know. My mom loves good stories and good characters. So maybe I get it from her, but it's just, yeah, that's really important to me. And so I've been watching a couple of shows lately. I have to say, I've not been reading books lately. Yeah. Like, and by lately, I mean this year. This year. <laughs> this We're year still yet. early. We're still early. Yes. In, in 2020, I read 60 books. That's amazing. In 2021, I think I read 12. So far this wow. year, we're at zero. <laughs> I'm halfway through. I'm yeah. halfway through one book. But so I'm trying to like fend off the shame of that and just accept reality. I am in a place where I'm not reading right now and that's okay. But yeah. I'm watching a bunch of shows and I've kind of ended up in a like a genre that I feel like I've never really been into into before, which is like horror sci-fi. Oh, I thought you were going to say like The Bachelor. It, but no, no. <laughs> See, kidding. we are different, yeah. Becky. We are very different. Um, so I started off with a show called Winona Earp, and it just was so fun for me to watch how they could use like sci-fi and fantasy to talk about good and evil and people's choices and morality. And it just, it gives me life to see how people write those stories and play them out. And I just think it's really cool. And right currently I'm watching a sort of absurd show called Legends of Tomorrow, which is about time travel and yeah, like so many of the people have great redemption arcs and redemption stories, and I just get all geeked up about that. So I feel kind of weird sharing that, but that's me. That's what's yeah. contributing to my wellness. So that's that's the big thing. I think the other one that I would share is I've started an evening routine of <laughs> starting my humidifier, starting my diffuser, and stretching before I get in bed. And it's it's been pretty great. I don't yeah. know that I'm sleeping better, but I just feel so much less stressed once I get into bed because I just have this routine and I'm like, oh, my room is a nice place to be right now. It smells yeah. good. It's humid. I feel <laughs> relaxed. This is delightful. So that's my that's my other big one. I think meal prep and consistency there have been making a big difference too yeah. um, as we're in this challenge for the gym. But I think, yeah, stories and... Evening routine are my, my two big ones. I love that you talk about evenings because mornings always get all the glory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, my morning routine. Uh, evening routines are so important too, yeah. especially for sleep. Yeah. All right. What yeah. about you? My, I put my top two uh -huh. needs for wellness, and this is just something I know about myself. One is movement and two is people. And actually the snow has been cramping my style mm. because I love taking my dog on walks and I, I did take him on one walk this week and I tried one other walk and I almost slipped on ice and I was like, oh, this isn't worth <laughs> yeah, it. Not a good yeah. plan. Uh, so I haven't gotten as much movement this week as I'd like, but it's still, it still happened. I've wiped out on the ice twice in the past two weeks. Oh, I would not recommend it. No, 
I'm just my luck. I feel like <laughs> I will definitely get injured outside of the gym yeah. <laughs> versus in the gym. Checking the mail. Or yeah. Something. yeah. I did tell Ash I fell down the stairs. This was oh, a yeah. week or two ago. Yep. Uh, and yeah, that really hurt. I slammed yeah. my back. It was great. I'm fine. But you protected <laughs> I the was child. holding, yes, I was holding our child. I knew this would happen at some point in our lives. Yeah. And yeah, I just held him in my arms <laughs> as my back slammed against the stairs and I slid. <laughs> he was fine. Mom of the year. He was totally quiet and he just looked at me. I'm like, yep, all right. Cool. Don't worry. Well, you're fine. Yeah, not all is good. <laughs> My back. It's okay. I have multiple vertebra. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so movement and people. For me personally, I just made a quick list. Top five actions that contribute to my wellness and keeping me well. One is movement every day. And I know people give me a hard time. They're like, Becky, you never take rest days. I mean, even if I don't go in the gym, I want to do something because movement, it gives me energy and it really does help helps reduce my stress, make me happy. So it could just be walking my dog, uh, but movement every day. Second, and this is kind of a new one. This is a new one for this year. Mm -hmm. Sundays, really committing to Sundays, mm -hmm. being a family day. Yeah. And I know that we still have coaches meetings for the gym on Sundays. We still sometimes have other things, yeah. but uh, Sundays going to church and then not doing, not doing any social stuff outside of just our family. So that's been really nice. Uh, especially I feel like now the weeknights, Tristan and I are, it seems like one of us is always coaching late. So just to have all three of us together is rare. Uh, the other one is working in sprints. Hmm. And this, this really started when we started working from home at first working from home in 2020, I was still just trying to be my behind my computer for those normal eight hours yeah. and it was draining. And now I actually, my wellness has improved so much since being in that old mentality of eight to five. Yeah. And now that I work from home, I really, I, I focus on working in sprints. And for me, the morning is definitely when my mind is the most creative and engaged for like f deep flow work. And so I will, I will focus on holding time for work projects. I always, we always have a million meetings and yep. I am trying to be very cautious and still making plenty of time for those. But I, I hold my calendar over the noon hour so I can go walk my dog or do a CrossFit workout. And by doing sprints in my day versus sitting for eight hours, it, it allows me to be even more creative and cognitively awake. Mm. And it also, in and I work with a lot of global folks, it enables me to actually be more flexible. Mm. So I, I don't mind doing a call at 8 p.m., if I have a chance to go do a workout over my noon hour. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and so ultimately I actually feel like it's only, it's benefited my work relationships and my flexibility versus that old marathon mentality. Yes. So that's, that's been a big one for me. Um, last two consistent sleep. Uh, I know you've heard us talk about the whoop and the, the whoop, it basically, it, you're, you're supposed to go to sleep and wake up around the same time. Yeah. And I've really been trying to do that. And especially since our child always wakes up early, <laughs> it's like, there's no point in staying up late. Right. Tristan and I, we had a fun night last night. We stayed up till 11 and I fully regret it this morning because <laughs> you wake up to a crying baby yes. and you feel behind. Uh, but I am trying to go to sleep around 930, always wake up at the same time. And that really has helped me. And it's a great feeling when you wake up before your alarm clock and you're like, oh, yep, it's time to get up. <laughs> And then the last thing I have, and this is just like old school. Uh, this is, I know Ash mentioned it too, meal prepping. And for me, it's, it's whole foods. But last year, 
I only ate the end of last year I was eating vegetables at lunch and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, uh, in the evening I was eating, I was doing a lot of like tortilla chips, bananas, sponsor us. <laughs> and, uh, so since this year started, I actually haven't had any bananas yet this year. Uh, I've cut out those, the processed food, sticking to whole food. I did have a cheat night last night. So yeah. I've had two cheat nights since we started this challenge. Great. That's awesome. Um, but in, if anything, it's like a good reminder the next day. You're like, wow, I stayed up till 11. I ate cookies and I feel <laughs> I horrible. I don't feel great. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel great. And so it, you're like, okay, this eating well thing does make a huge difference yes. in how I feel. So for my wellness, that's something I'm trying to continue. It does take a lot of work to eat vegetables at every meal and to have meat and whole foods prepped. It's a lot of work. And sometimes I'm like, man, I have to cook again. I know. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Yeah. And then you have also a tiny human, at least I have a tiny human. Yeah. And then when, so when someone's like, Oh, I fed him your beef. I'm like, Oh, that was my last four ounces. No. I have to cook again. Dang it. <laughs> I don't like cooking. Not again. However, I do it because it's healthy. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that's, that's another huge one today. I'm feeling the wrath of a poor evening of uh, decisions. It was fun in the moment. And then you always regret it the next day, <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta break, break free it's a little balance. bit. It's all about balance. It is balance. Yeah. Absolutely. So those are my top things. Movement, awesome. Sundays are family days, working in sprints, consistent sleep schedule, and meal prepping and whole foods. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's how we are working toward wellness. And now you know. And knowing is half the battle? Knowing is half the battle? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll just share real quick. Like, yeah. At the very end here, um, I mentioned that I've talked about well-being for the first time in the workplace. It there are some just astounding numbers when you McKinsey has done a lot of research over the last two years since the pandemic. Uh, depression rates have tripled. Sixty-seven mm. percent of employees say that they don't feel like their uh, work, their place where they work, cares about their well-being. People are experiencing more stress and burnout than ever, and. I just think it'd be really great if we can normalize talking about our wellness in the workplace because yeah. we need it. And you yeah. will be a better, more engaged, happier employee if you're able to talk about what you need. And what you need might be, hey, boss, I need you to know that my, I'm holding my calendar from 3 to 3.45 every day because that's when my kids get off the bus. Yep. And this is a part of what makes me happy. And I want to be able to see them when they get off the bus, give them a snack and ask how their day was. Yeah. But don't worry, I'll be back on at 3.45. Be willing to ask those things. It's okay. If you're doing a good job, if you're getting your job done, you need to also take care of yourself because you're just going to offer more if you have a good state yeah. of well-being. Yeah. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's my pitch. That's it. Yeah. That's all, folks. That's all we got for this week. <laughs> uh, I will say be on the lookout. Ash and I are going to talk about We've done one round of wellness yep. circles. We're going to talk about what do we want to change? What do we want to do in the future? So watch our social media handles and we'll be updating you all on what's next. Cause I do think that we want to continue offering this coaching. Yeah. Uh, we are all about growth. So we're going to get feedback from the current class mm -hmm. on what can we do even better for the future? Definitely. Yes. And to those who have graduated, please fill out the survey so that we know <laughs> what we can do better for next time. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today, taking some time out of your day to talk about wellness, to listen to us jabber about wellness. It's been fun. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.